Hello, and thank you for joining us here on The Neutral Zone. I am Phil Milani, joined as always by my trusty sidekick, my partner in crime, really the best way to describe this person's my everything. It's that Eric Delala. Phil, we've been in this room for about a month. A can long we, time. Can we leave? Yeah, I need to change my clothes. I, oh, my gosh. It's getting ridiculous. The good thing is that our hair looks perfect. Well, that always yeah. happens. We bring that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to ever worry about that. No. Unless it was that one episode about a month right. ago. Right. That was bad. Yeah, that was. We won't talk, about, we won't talk about that. Yeah, that's a great stain on this, <laughs> on this proud franchise. Marred. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Eric, today is our finale to our special three-week countdown to camp series. Wow, we it's made been it. Nice. We made it's been it. Nice. Next week, Broncos camp gets underway, and we'll be back live. We'll be back. We won't be of. live, but we'll be topical. Yeah, we'll hear from some players, maybe. Yep. Uh, it's a big week. It is a really big. It's week. a big week because the anticipation heading into this season is it's at an all-time high. Yeah. The Avs coming off that Stanley Cup. Man, it feels like a month ago. It does feel like it. It feels like really like a month ago. Wow. This city is ready. Summer of George is almost over. Yeah. You know, Eric, when I was watching the Avs, Uh when I saw them hoist that Stanley Cup, it it reminded me of Super Bowl 50. Did it. And I was like, oh. You want that again. Yeah. Well, let's go do it. Once you've had a taste. Let's go get it. Yeah, exactly. And so – there's expectations for this year's football team, and with expectations, uh, in addition to responsibility. <laughs> I was going to wonder. Okay. I was wondering. In addition to that, comes probably some Pro Bowlers this year. I hope so. Hopefully, the Broncos you know? can't participate in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, if they're playing. Oh wait, right. is it? Did they move it after the Super Bowl? No, I don't think so. But there's been some talk about maybe not even having. Maybe a game. not even having it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe doing some other activities. Who cares? So, yeah, I don't know. You know who really loved the Pro Bowl? Peyton Manning. He took it very seriously. Yeah, some good pranks. Yeah, some good pranks. But he took the the honor of being there really, you know, he took that seriously. Who made the Pro Bowl from the Broncos last year? Nobody. What? Yeah. I was as surprised as you were, Eric. Huh? But you know, that tends to happen when you don't play in primetime that much. Your guys aren't hyped up a lot. Yep. You've had uh, six seasons without the playoffs. That tends to happen. It does tend to happen. Even if you have really good players. I don't think this year that that will happen. No, the Broncos are back in prime time. There's a lot of, you know, excitement around this this team. Some young stars, some guys who have been there before, okay? We're going to tell Not you many. today which players most likely to be in the Pro Bowl this season. Yeah. Reverse countdown okay. from five, or what do you think? Uh, Sure. Okay. If I have like a whole to. list here. Okay, well, first of all, tell me how you approached it. Okay, yeah, because you can't just – thanks, Phil. Yeah. I like that. First, that's kind of like – Team me up. Yeah. I don't think you can just rank the best Broncos players. No. I don't think that's how it works. That is not how it works. I think you have to also consider the other players in the AFC yes. with whom they'll be competing. You have to also consider how many spots there are for the Pro Bowl. Yep. For example, the Broncos have a very good player – at a position where last year they only took one player for the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Makes it very difficult. It so is. that's the way I went about it. I thought about who are the Broncos' best players, what, should, what can I expect from them next season. Okay. Then I thought, who are some of the other players across the league, and I went from there. Okay, that's how I did it. Too. Okay. 
So you want to start at five? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Number five, I have Bradley Chubb. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's going to be very difficult. You think so? Uh, the thing is, he's a known name. Yep. Being the fifth overall pick. Yep. He's been to the Pro Bowl before, so those are Those the things help. Those are positives. But the pass rushers. The pass rushers. Really good. Just even take the AFC West alone. Yep. Randy Gregory for his own teammate. Yep. Okay. Max Crosby. Khalil Mack. Max Crosby, more of a defensive end. Yeah. He wouldn't count in that. Okay, fine. Khalil Mack, would you count? Khalil Mack, yep. Joey Bosa. Uh, Joey Bosa. I mean, this. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones. No, I mean, yeah, you know, that's you just got in T- the West. TJ Watt, of course. TJ Watt is probably the best. Judon, or is he? Is he gone from? I'm not sure. I Baltimore? don't say things I don't really know for sure. Yeah, you like to do that. So I've got him fifth because I don't think it's okay. all that likely. But yeah, I, I think that's gonna be tough. I do think the Broncos will be good offensively, which means they'll be playing with more leads. They'll be in prime time. There's going to be a lot of opportunities for Bradley Chubb to get after the quarterback in front of people. Yeah. In 2019, he only had, or sorry, 2020. 2020, he made a seven and a half sacks. Yep. That's it. Made it. Made the Pro Bowl. To me, Bradley Chubb is the best pass rusher on this team. Yep. When healthy, he's the guy that, you know, if he can get rid of these nagging injuries, has played full seasons, whereas Randy Gregory has not no, done that. He's not done that. And so. I, I do have more confidence in Bradley Chubb compared to Randy Gregory to be out there to play a full season to get those sacks. It really would not surprise me if Bradley Chubb ends up with uh, 13, 14, 15 sacks this season, which, of course, that just opens up a whole can of worms of do you pay him? What, what happens next as oh, he yeah. enters a contract here? But if Bradley Chubb ends up with 13, 14, 15 sacks, he's going to make the Pro Bowl because of – I don't know if nationally there's the same – in Denver, there's, people are very down on Bradley Chubb in terms of he hasn't been healthy. Yeah, maybe nationally they don't follow it. But even close. even last year, Bradley Chubb had no sacks. He was like a fourth alternate for the Pro Bowl. He had an interception. He had an interception, but <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but no true. sacks. He was still a fourth that alternate. Let you know about, Let's the, you know about the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But or it might have even been third alternate. It was a, it was ridiculous. Whatever it was. But because he's a fifth overall pick, because he's made the Pro Bowl before, it's always easier to get back. So despite the competition, despite the fact he's been hurt, I think there's a chance. Or in my mind, he's the fifth, fifth. most fifth. likely player to okay. make the Pro Bowl. Uh, for me, I said Corlin Sutton. Okay. Because I do think that Corlin Sutton's going to have a tremendous year. I'm just a little – I put him five just because there are a lot of really good wide receivers. Yes, there are. Uh, Devontae Adams is now in the AFC. I mean, uh, Tyreek Hill changes teams, but he's still in the AFC. So I think that there's there's a lot of talent there. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I mean, there's just – Stephon Diggs, Hunter Renfro, who made the Pro Bowl last year. The, so I think that there's a stiff competition, but I do think that he's got a chance. He's not on my list of top five. Oh, really? I, Chubb is – he would have been six for me. Yeah. Chubb is right above him. I think in addition to all those guys that we named, and, there, and there's a bunch of others too – even his own teammates might take some stuff away. The from him. fact yeah. that we don't know is Jerry Judy going to be Russell Wilson's top target? How yep. how pass heavy of an offense is this going to be? How quickly will things kind of get cooking? Uh, I'm just not confident that he's going to he's going to need 13, 1400 yards to make the Pro Bowl and ten touchdowns. Yeah, it's hard to make the Pro Bowl at wide receiver because every year there's another guy that 
just kind of jumps out that you're yeah. not expecting. Um, they only take four wide receivers. Yeah. So I, to me, he's sixth, but it wasn't enough to make the top five. I mean, the, we're talking about five. I mean, the same goes with Chubb. He's going to have to have like yeah, of course, twelve, fourteen sacks this right. year to make it. But I think there's fewer people. Like, that's almost entirely dependent on him. Um, okay. You disagree? Yeah, I mean, like you, like you said, playing with the lead, he's going to have to have some help. They're going to have to have Randy Gregory stay healthy, so he's not double teamed. Well, a lot. Benito could be I over mean, there. Benito. I mean, with there is a little it's bit not of a, a team it's not a de- but it's not a dependent position the same way that like Russ has to choose Target. to throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sudden. Okay, it's true. Okay, number four, I have Justin Simmons. Oh, okay. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, uh, perhaps the best right. defensive player for the Broncos, but. Last year they took one free safety yeah. from the AFC. And so Justin could have a really good year. Like it's hard for me to imagine he has much better of a year than last year. Last year he had five interceptions, yeah. a bunch of passes defensed. He clinched the game against Washington. Justin Simmons played about as well as you can expect him to play. Maybe he gets if he gets up to six or seven picks or something like that, then maybe that's enough. But he's not, at least right now, and maybe primetime helps, he's not the nationally like a household name the same way. And so the only reason he's so low is because they only took one free safety. Should I tell you where I have Simmons now so we can argue about him a sure, little? Yeah, or yeah. Should, I, should we wait? You can tell me where you have him. Okay, because I have him number one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I do have him number one. Okay. I think that maybe more than anybody on the Broncos, he will benefit from being in prime time because I don't think people really know how good he is. So I, I think that he is not a household name. And, like, uh, what it was uh, Kevin B- Byard yeah. was the – and Tennessee was the number one seed last year. Yeah, but so. he's he's been a pro bowler for years. Yeah. He's been a first-team all-pro. And he's a guy that – if there's one thing about Justin – Maybe they'll take another's safety. Yeah, they can year. take – they can, they can choose to take two free safeties, one strong safety. Yeah, It helps that Tyron Matthew is now in New Orleans. It does help. Uh, I guess Marcus Williams is now with Baltimore. So, yeah, um, and the and the Chiefs signed Justin Reed from the Texans. Uh, so obviously yeah. he stays uh, in the AFC, probably with a team that has a better chance to compete. Yeah, but in 2020, Justin Simmons made it right. Yes. It a, yeah. Yep. So I do think that he's been there before. So he's like he's like enough on the radar, but I don't think he, like he's not like a household name where. When people talk about the best safeties, maybe he doesn't necessarily come up, even though he is one of those guys. Right. So I feel like that, I feel like playing with a lead, teams might have to take a little bit more of a chance, or maybe just because this offense is going to be so much better, there's going to be more opportunities for other teams to throw the ball. I think that last year, like say you're playing the Chiefs last year, they didn't necessarily have to air it out all the time to try and be in a competitive situation with the Broncos. So I think teams are going to have to play harder on offense in order to beat the Broncos this year. That should help Justin Simmons, I do. I think, as well. Yeah, I mean, and this is not a knock against Justin. It just seems like there's some – like Derwin James, yeah. when you play the Chargers, he's, like, involved with every single play. Yes. He's always Justin's around the football. Justin has been used where he's kind of more on that back end. He's the deep safety. Yeah. Those guys, yeah. Center you know, fielder. They're, not, they're not coming up all the time to make crazy hits in addition to those interceptions, in yep. addition to those forced fumbles. Um, obviously, Justin's a heck of a player and deserving of the Pro Bowl. 
maybe uh, Jera Evero has some other ideas on how yeah. how he can use Justin like that because like he's a sort of a rare talent here that's on the team. So maybe he was underutilized. Yeah. Well, and one thing that you saw last year too that would have to stop for Justin to make this is a lot of the times in some of these games, like the Baltimore Ravens game last year that was on a national stage, even though it wasn't prime time, the Broncos got beat over the top on a deep touchdown to Hollywood Brown. And so if you're watching and and maybe you're a voter that you see two Broncos games and you're like, okay, well, I just saw Justin Simmons get beat. Yeah. More primetime games will help for sure. I Um, I think that he might be that. Really, it just came down to me how few safeties they take. It just makes it really hard. Yeah. And I don't understand why they don't take four safeties. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If you're taking four corners. Yeah. It's a harder position, but yeah. So I, t- I put Justin number one. So Okay. Uh, so item four. So who did you – yeah, who did you have number four? I put Russell Wilson. Okay. At number four. He's obviously capable of raising his game up to the elitist of all levels. Do you know what I mean? But I, it's hard. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert – Lamar Jackson, those were the Pro Bowlers last year. But Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, there's a lot of really talented quarterbacks Matt, in the AFC. Matt Ryan is in a good situation yeah, Matt Ryan in, Indy. Now in Indy. Derek Carr has a lot of weapons. There's a it's Tua a could take a step. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence is in the AFC. It so, is going to be really hard because they take three quarterbacks. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, Mahomes, Herbert, and Jackson were the three last year. Right. So I think that Russ can obviously play at that level. Yeah. So that's why I put him at four, but I also recognize the competition's very stiff there. Yeah, he um, – I mean, say they pick, like, Mahomes, Allen, and one other guy. Burrow. Like, Herbert could get lofted off, Burrow, yeah. Lamar. Really good quarterbacks. Gonna Russ. There's going to be three or four guys that you're like, how is that guy not a pro bowler? Yeah. So you're right. I, I Did think he make your list? He's three for three me. Three for you. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be really hard for Russ to make it. I do think the one thing that is in his favor is that he's made it so many times. Yeah. And when you get – Eight-time Pro Bowl. Nine-time Pro Bowl, I think. Oh, nine-time Pro Bowl. Sorry, he, yeah, nine he made it last year despite, that's as right, you mentioned, right. a, a week ago, not having the best year that he's ever had. Um, the Pro Bowl in some ways ends up being a popularity contest where you maybe make it one year later than you should, but you remain in it one year longer than you should. Yeah. Maybe that was what last year was for him. Maybe, but I also think that Russ's brand is so big, and like sure. a lot, a big part of this is the fan vote. I think a lot of people like Russ. I think there's an element of that where he receives a lot of fan support, and so I do think there's a chance. And so that's why I didn't have him a little bit lower. It's just you know someone that's been in the Pro Bowl that many times. I think there's a likelihood that they find a guy, they find a way to keep him in. That's true. Do you, can I do my number three? Sure. All right. Yeah, I just did three with Russ. You just Russ. did three with yeah. Russ, right? Okay, yep. so my number three. So I had Sutton, Wilson, and then now three, Pat Sertan. Oh, wow, okay. Is what I, is what I said. You probably have Sertan number one. I do have Sertan number one. Yeah, I could just tell. I just I got a feeling about you, you know. I love Pat Sertan. Um, okay, here are some of the guys he's going to have to beat out. Xavier Howard, yep. Miami. J.C. Jackson with the Chargers. Marlon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, Denzel Ward in Cleveland, Tredavious White in Buffalo, and Kenny Moore in Indy. Yep. So last year it was Howard, Jackson, Ward, and Moore mm-hmm. who made it four. I do think that he could get into that. I think that he's he he has the capability to rise up to that that level there. The hard thing is, 
I'm interested to see how Sertan is going to be used this year. Because if Sertan is used to just cover one side of the field, there may be a tendency to avoid him. But with the, some of the guys he's going up against, if he were to shadow a guy like, say, a Devontae Adams, then I think that he's going he's to see more balls. So then he's got that opportunity to really jump into that. But I do think that Sertan, being a, a high first-round pick, he's known the Alabama name. He's known, had a tremendous rookie season, and I think he's got a chance to jump up into that, into that stratosphere with those guys. Obviously, those guys are some of the best in the league. Yeah. So um, the other thing that he's got going for him is, like, maybe, like, Jalen Ramsey might be the number one corner in the league or, like, a Jair Alexander, A.J. Terrell, something like that. Those guys play in the NFC. Yep. So, like, maybe that's another thing he's got going for him. Yeah. There's a lot of really good young corners right now. Yeah. Be, like, making an all-pro team is going to be really hard for Sertan. Yeah. But if I, I was looking at a list of top corners, I think the top four or five guys were all in the NFC. Yeah. And so there is a chance here where – Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah, where, where Sertan can beat some of these guys out. Last year, it's worth noting, because you talked about making the top four – Sertan was the first alternate last year, yeah. which was the highest of any Bronco player in terms of how close they got to the Pro Bowl. Um, his stats were better than Denzel Ward's last year. Yeah, I think that playing in prime time is it's going to help. You know, help a lot of the, a lot of the Pro Bowl like is it's about narrative, right? Yeah, and there's this narrative about how good Pat Sertan is, and I think. If you go into a game thinking this guy's terrible and you watch, like maybe it doesn't change your mind. But if you go in and you think Pat Sertan's really good and then you watch a game, even if he's not – maybe he's just not targeted. If you're a voter and you say, I didn't see Pat Sertan give up one reception, yeah. that that's confirmation bias then that you know this guy's really good. You think he's good, and then you confirm. And then you watch, and you're like, okay, well, you know, he might not be covering Devontae Adams on every snap, but Derek Carr didn't even look on that side of the field. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. Mahomes didn't go to to Juju Smith-Schuster or Michael Hardman at all because Pat Sertan was on him. Yeah. Or Keenan Allen didn't catch a ball. Yeah. Like those are the things that I don't think he. Obviously, having some interceptions will help, and I think he'll have some interceptions. But yeah. even if. If all it is is that teams stay away from him, I think we have enough advanced stats now yeah, where you know, voters can see how good he was. He's yeah. going to be on national television at least five or six times. Yeah. Um, he was really good last year. I expect him to be better. Yeah. I mean, that that's part of it, too, is that people make yeah. a jump in a year, too. I, I think that Pat Sertan is going to make that jump. and For him, so, the, his t- technique, already really solid. Now the mental side of the game – where he could take that step where he's recognizing route trees, he knows what's coming, he's going to be able to jump some of these passes. Uh, I do. I agree with you. I mean, I think he's going to take a jump. And they, they're going to take four corners for the Pro Bowl. Um, I just think that talent combined with the opportunity of being in prime time, who he's going against for these spots, I think he's going to do it. And I, I have more confidence in him to get a Pro Bowl berth than anybody on the team. And I also think he's probably the best defender on the team. Yeah, I, I agree. Even though I had Simmons number one, yeah. not necessarily not the same, the not the same question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we got uh, both of our number one picks. Yeah, we know five through three. Yeah, does that mean that you and I have the same number two? Maybe I put Javante. I put Javante as well. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's nice. Harmony. 
It's a beautiful thing. As I mentioned last episode, Phil, when we talked about who are the top offensive weapons, I think this team's going to score a lot of points. I think that this team is going to be in the red zone a lot. And listen, every time you're in, inside the 10-yard line, you're not throwing it to Cortland Sutton in the corner of the end zone. Javante yeah. Williams is going to get a lot of carries inside yeah. the 10-yard line, I think. I, I believe he's going to earn the coaching staff's trust, that he's going to kind of grab hold of this number one job and that there's going to be times if they're on the one-yard line, Javante Williams is going in and he's yeah. scoring. And I, I expect Javante Williams to have at least 10 touchdowns this year. Wow. That's a lot. I mean, that's Melvin Gordon that's the last couple of years has had, yeah. I don't know about last year, 2020 had 10 touchdowns. I would say Melvin Gordon is one of the more talented running backs at finding the end zone. Yep. He's got a nose for that thing. And it's not just about bulldozing your way in. It's about finding a crease. Right. And he, for some reason, has those instincts. The only thing – the reason I put Javante number two is because I do think Melvin – I think that split's going to be a little bit closer than you do. Um, but I do think that the running back position, he's got a really a chance here to emerge as one of the top guys in the AFC. Yep. I mean, the competition there, tough but not I, – like I could see him getting into that group. Yeah, we um, – yeah, you've got uh, Henry, yeah, Derrick Henry, of course, Jonathan Taylor in Indianapolis. Nick, Jonathan Taylor, best running back last year. Yeah, almost ran for 2,000 yards. I think so, yeah. Um, was not Offensive Player of the Year, so it just proves that running back can't win that it's war. It's a sham. Um, Nick Chubb, yeah. of course, really good. But, but he's the, got the same thing uh, with uh, Oh, Kareem. with Kareem Hunt. Yep. In the Browns, who knows what happens with – Deshaun yeah. Watson, by the time we've recorded this, or by the time this airs, yeah, it could have happened already. But yeah. that team probably isn't going to be as good. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler, you don't know. Yeah. Najee solid. Harris, Pittsburgh could struggle Made a little bit. Made it last year. Yeah, as an alternate. Was he an alternate? I think so, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Joe Mixon in Cincinnati. Yeah. Th- those are the guys that I'm are kind of – you would consider to be either be above or like near where Javante is. I think Javante's in that – they, I think this year he could be in that conversation. Yeah, they take three running backs. And yeah. so I do think if you've got eight, nine, ten touchdowns, you're going to be in that conversation. It probably needs to go over 1,000 yards. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, maybe that might be a bigger issue in my mind in terms of if I the view yardage. him as like this goal line guy, the yardage could be a little trickier. But yeah. um, I believe how, in Javante How do you think Javante can improve from last year? I agree with where? you in terms of finding lanes, being better at understanding where to go. Um, you saw that along the goal line. Um, I want- think there's also a sense, for me at least, of avoiding negative runs. Oh, okay. When you watch Melvin Gordon run, I think something he does a good job of is he might get stopped for zero. We're excluding fumbles, of course. But he might get stopped for zero, but often he's able to find his way back to the line. Yep. There are times when Javante – we just get stopped for minus yeah. two or something. And so to to improve there and have positive gains, and then, of course, for his long-term availability, being willing to step out of bounds and knowing when to not it's take tricky. a hit. But I asked it's him tricky. that, and he was just like, no. It's tricky because what makes him special is that he's like this. He's like a bull. Well, I think you've just got to know when when is the right time. Like if if you're getting pushed by a lineman or you need a first down or something or you're you yeah. know, you've got to You're not going to take a blast. If Marlon Humphrey's trying to tackle you, like yeah. keep going. But yeah. if if you're going at the sideline and someone's lowering their helmet, just step just, out of yeah, it. You don't, don't do need it. to don't take do that it. hit. Yeah, I agree. And he said he wouldn't do that. I would guess that he's he will learn as he goes. 
yeah. kind of how to handle that. Yeah. If he's going to get bigger workload, he's got yeah. he's got to be able to change his game a little. And he, you know, we'll knock on wood here, but he did a good job of staying healthy last year. Oh yeah. Um, for as many, you know, he was on the injury report a little bit, but I don't think he missed a game. How about his blocking? Pretty good. Yeah, I think they Solid. trust him there. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. So catching the ball, he's worked with uh, Russ a lot, obviously. Yep. Um, he'll have to show that he can learn this offense. Tricky for young guys to have to learn a second system in two years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I. I think he's in uh, good shape there. So, two. so yeah, I've got Sertan one, okay. Javante two, Russ three, Justin four, Justin Simmons four, and Bradley Chubb five. Yeah, and I've got Justin Simmons one, Javante two, Sertan three, Russ four, and uh, I got Cortland Sutton five. And if I had to guess, like if if I were just staring into the future right now, I would say that Sertan, Russ, Javante. And Justin will all make it. Yeah, I think that Broncos. I think like four, four Pro Bowlers. Is what do you think about um, the only other guy I was thinking was maybe Garrett Bowles? He's got a shot to like get back into that. Yeah, with um, uh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name now. My guy from uh, Northwestern, Rashawn Slater. Oh, yeah. out in LA, he's solid. He's really good. <laughs> he made yeah. the Pro Bowl last year as a rookie. Yeah, he's a, he's a good player. Um, Garrett, I think, will have to show that he's. You know, last season was not what 2020 was for him. He was not as yeah, exactly. um, effective, and so... That's why I didn't put him on there. I think the play season. level, to me, would have to improve. Uh, he was one name. I mean, Who Jerry Judy, of course. Like, yeah, he's got a shot. If he comes out just on fire, yep. possible. Yep. Um, uh, Randy Gregory, you think, has got a chance? Or he's got to stay healthy, obviously. Maybe he would have to do the same thing that Chubb yeah. would have to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, those that, that group that we talked about, I think, is kind of the the core group yeah. that has a chance. And it's almost impossible for like McManus to make it just because Justin, Justin Tucker, Tucker right? He's, he's already made his airline reservation. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, like or in like twenty six in twenty sixteen, not not possible. Tight end. Yeah. Why? Because of Kelsey. Yeah. They take. And, uh, and what I didn't write down how many they take. The guy in Baltimore. Andrews. Mark Andrews. Yeah. And every year there's, like, one tight end who just explodes. That Yeah. Um, part of the Pro Bowl thing is, like, Javante could have 10 touchdowns and maybe it just takes another year because sometimes – Exactly, yeah. Sometimes it takes that year. But um, you look at teams that make the playoffs, they generally have three or four. Yeah. Um, if the Broncos are in position to, like, to win the division or they're in position to make the playoffs, they'll probably have three to four. Um, that Broncos team in 2016 had six. Yeah. Like, despite not having not a – Yeah. Making they were the playoffs. loaded with some established guys. Right. So, that's the only thing about this list is that some of these guys are newer. Yeah. And so, you wonder. But um, – Let us know if we forgot somebody. Yeah. This will be an interesting list to go back at the end of the season and look at it and see. I actually think out of, out of Sertan, Simmons, Javante, and Russ, that Russ might have the toughest road there. Yeah. We'll see. You put Russ. Third. Third, I ahead of Simmons. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Obviously, this time of year, so much um, promise. Right. It's easy to get excited about these guys. Of course, you know, uh, but you got to stay healthy. You got to some be luck available. Yeah, yeah, and making plays in those games. Right. You know, like you make all the big plays outside of prime time. What good That's, is yeah. it? Yeah. Like Bradley Chubb in 2020, 
he had two and a half sacks against New York on primetime. Yeah. That's all it took. That's, yeah. That was like one-third of his season output. Yeah. Is this show primetime? Right now? This this one. It always is primetime. Yeah, we sort of bring it. Yeah. As if it was primetime. That's always. right. The, the stars come out when the lights are on. They've stayed on a long time. <laughs> yeah. For this show, yeah. We usually shut it down. We shut it down. Okay, well, how did you feel about our Countdown to Camp series? I think we gave people some things to think about. This was a nice little uh, preview of, uh, you know, some debatable topics heading into camp. Of course, camp starts next week. I'm excited. You think we'll be in the same clothes next week or no? We'll, we'll just really have to see. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hopefully, we, we'll hear from some of the top names. We'll hear from Russ. Talk think so. Simon, you know, get, uh, get things underway. Let's do it. All right. That's going to do it for us. For Eric Dahl, I'm Phil Milani. This has been The, the Neutral, Neutral Zone. Zone.